Shri Vishnu Sahasranama, name 941, is Anadi. It's a term which is quite straightforward and easy to understand. Adi means beginning. A, placed at the beginning of a word in Sanskrit, means negation. And if it comes before the letter A, then the N is put there. So Anadi means beginningless. He who is beginningless. An-adi. An without adi beginning. It can also be derived in another way because beginningless can also be nadi. If we put na, na is also negation. So nadi means without a beginning. Then if we put a before that, does it mean a double negation? No, that doesn't go. That doesn't work. But a is a name for Vishnu because it's, uh, it's the beginning of the alphabet. Aksharanam akarosmi, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. Among the letters... I am the letter A, or the letter A we have in English, or in the, the 26th letter alphabet that we use in English. We have the first letter is A. So A means the beginning. So Anadi means he who is A, he who is the beginning, and he's also beginningless. He is the beginning of everything, and he is beginning less. We had way back at name 36, more than 900 names previously, Anadi Nidhana, which gives a very similar kind of meaning. And at name 147, we had Jagadadija, who is there before the creation. So these are similar names before the creation of the universe. Shankaracharya gives this meaning. Uh, Adi means the beginning, and he unpacks it as Karanam Asya Navidyata Iti Anadihi Sarva Karanatvat. He who is beginningless because he is the cause of everything. Who existed before anything else existed must be the cause, the original cause. And the cause of everything must be beginningless because if it had a beginning, something caused it to come into being. Unlike our scientist friends who say that the whole universe came into being from a big bang without any cause. Oh, don't make any sense. Science. 
St. Thomas Aquinas in the Christian tradition cites this as being one of the arguments for the existence of God, that he is the uncaused cause. Something which causes other things to exist, but was not itself caused to exist. And of course the atheists, they say, well, if God created everything, who created God? But Aquinas says uncaused cause. Otherwise you get into infinite regret. Logically we're speaking here, of course, by logic we can't prove that there's any God and we can't disprove there is any God. But we, we can apply some intelligence to try to understand all these things. Uh, so the uncaused cause, Aquinas says, is that which causes other things to exist, but was not itself caused to exist. And of course, if we're going to talk about Anadi, who is the cause of all causes, then we're going to quote from the first verse of Brahma Sanghita, chapter 5, Ishvaraf Parama Krishnaha Satyarananda Vigrahaha Anadiradir Govinda Sarvakaranakaranam Krishna, who is known as Govinda, is the supreme controller. He has an eternal, blissful, spiritual body. He is the origin of all. He has no other origin, for he is the prime cause of all causes. Note that word prime, because Brahma also appears to be the cause of all causes, as Narada thought. We'll find that in the second canto of Bhagavatam, that Narada thought that Brahma, he's the creator of everything, so he must be the cause of all causes. But then Narada thought again and thought, well, maybe he's not. And Brahma explained that he is Brahma himself is not the cause of all causes, although he may appear to be. He himself is caused, or he's a, an offspring of Vishnu, and even all the elements that Brahma works with, he's like an engineer that's, that's caused by Vishnu. And all the jivas that uh, Brahma arranges bodies for them, but they all emanate from Vishnu. So he, he, Vishnu, is the prime cause of all causes. Govindam Adi Purusham Tamaham Bajami. He's the original person. It's a good meditation always to remember that Krishna is the cause of all causes. We may inquire from a doctor, what is the cause of my disease? But we should know that the ultimate cause is forgetfulness of Krishna. Why did you do that? Why did you say that? You, you can give a reason and then someone may ask, well, and again, 
question your reason, and then you keep on going back. There's an immediate reason, a deeper reason, and the deepest reason is Krishna. We're in this material world due to forgetfulness of Krishna. This word anadi comes up in Bhagavad Gita, uh, chapter 10, text 3. Yo mam ajam anadimcha veti loka maheshwaram asamurha samartyeshu sarva papai pramuchyate. He, Krishna says, who knows me as the unborn, as the beginningless, beginningless. Yo mam Ajam anadimcha. Aja means unborn. Anadi, beginningless. As the Supreme Lord of all the worlds, he only, undeluded among men, is freed from all sins. Now, we, the jivas, are also anadi. We exist eternally. We're not the cause of all causes. We're beginning less, but we are dependent on Krishna. An example is given of the sun and the sunshine. The sun globe and the sunshine. The sunshine and the sun globe exist simultaneously and from our perspective eternally. They keep on existing, but still the particles of sunlight emanate from the sun. They're dependent on the sun. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 13, text 32. Anaditvan nirgunatvat paramatmayam avyayaha sharira stopi kaunteya nakaroti nalipyate. Those with the vision of eternity can see that the imperishable soul is transcendental, eternal, and beyond the modes of nature. Despite contact with the material body, O Arjuna, the soul neither does anything nor is entangled. So the Paramatma residing in the bodies of all the jivas, the bodies have birth, but the Paramatma doesn't have birth. The Jivas also don't have birth, but they appear to by taking body after body after body. But the, the Paramatma, he doesn't take body after body after body. He kindly accompanies the Shariri, the, the Jiva who occupies a material body, but he is Aja in the, in the full sense. He's not born. Uh, he continues to accompany the jiva, but he's not uh, the cause. Well, he, he's not the immediate cause of their accepting different bodies. It's the jiva's good or bad actions, but he is the ultimate cause of them taking different bodies, because that's the system he set up. He's within the bodies of the jivas. They're both unborn, without beginning. But he, the jiva 
and the Paramatma have no material attributes, but the jiva appears to have them. Uh, he has no destruction. The jiva undergoes the illusion, but it's a vivid illusion of destruction. Vishnu is anadi. Unlike everything in this world, which has a beginning and an end, he has no beginning and no end. Nakaroti nalipyate. He doesn't do anything, nor is he affected by anything. We just read that from Gita. He has no birth, nor has he any reason to take birth. He comes into this world out of his regard, uh, his love for the fallen jivas, those who have fallen into it. He has no beginning, he has no end, he has no middle. We've, the demigods, including Brahma and Shiva, they entered after the creation. They manifested after the creation, but Lord Vishnu existed even before the creation. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 10, text 8, Lord Krishna says, Ahang sarvasya prabhavo matas sarvang pravartate. Again, we're coming to cause of all causes. Aham sarvasya prabhava, everything is generated from me. Everything comes from me. We this again, we're discussing cause of all causes. It's not exactly anadi, beginningless, but it's intimately, con these two factors are intimately connected. So in the purport to this uh, Bhagavad Gita, chapter 10, text 8, Srila Prabhupada writes, a learned scholar who has studied the Vedas perfectly and has information from authorities like Lord Chaitanya and who knows how to apply these teachings can understand that Krishna is the origin of everything in both the material and spiritual worlds and because he knows this perfectly, he becomes firmly fixed in the devotional service of the Supreme Lord. He can never be deviated by any amount of nonsensical commentaries or by fools. All Vedic literature agrees that Krishna is the source of Brahma, Shiva and all other demigods. In the Atharva Veda, Gopala Tapani Upanishad, 124, it is said, Yo Brahmanam Vidadhati Puravang, Yo Vai Vedangscha Gapayati Smakrishnaha. It was Krishna who, in the beginning, instructed Brahma in Vedic knowledge and who disseminated Vedic knowledge in the past. Then again, in the Narayana Upanishad, Atapurusho havai narayano kamayataprajā śrījayati Then the Supreme Personality Narayana desired to create living entities. The Upanishad continues. Narayanad brahmā jāyate Narayanad prajāpatif prajāyate 
Narayanad Indro Jayate, Narayanad Ashto Basavo Jayante, Narayanad Ekadasha Rudra Jayante, Narayanad Dvadashadityaha Jayante. From Narayana, Brahma is born, and from Narayana, the patriarchs, the prajapatis, the progenitors are also born. From Narayana, Indra is born. From Narayana, the eight Vasus are born. From Narayana, the eleven Rudras are born. From Narayana, the twelve Adityas are born. This Narayana is an expansion of Krishna. This Narayana is an expansion of Krishna. It is said in the same Vedas, Brahmanyo Devaki Putraha. The son of Devaki, Krishna, is the Supreme Personality. This is again from Narayana Upanishad. Then it is said, Eko vai Narayana asin na Brahma na Ishano na po nagni somao neme diavaprithvi diavaprithvi na nakshatrani na suryaha. In the beginning of the creation, there was only the Supreme Personality, Narayana. There was no Brahma, no Shiva, no water, no fire, no moon, no heaven and earth, no stars in the sky, no sun. In the Maha Upanishad, it is also said that Lord Shiva was born from the forehead of the Supreme Lord. Thus the Vedas say that it is the Supreme Lord, the creator of Brahma and Shiva, who is to be worshipped. In the Moksha Dharma section of the Mahabharata, Krishna also says, Prajapating charudrang chapyaham eva srijami vai, tauhi mang na vijani to mama maya vimohi tau. The patriarchs, Shiva and others, are created by me, though they do not know that they are created by me because they are deluded by the illusory energy, my illusory energy. In the Varaha Purana, it is also said, Narayanaf paro devas tasmaj jatas chatur mukhaha tasmad rudro bhavad deva sacha sarva gatangataha. Narayana is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and from him Brahma was born, from whom Shiva was born. Lord Krishna is the source of all generations and he is called the most efficient cause of everything. He says, because everything is born of me, I am the original source of all. Everything is under me, no one is above me. There is no supreme controller other than Krishna. In the Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 4, the Hamsaguya prayers, this point about the Supreme Personality of Godhead being anadi, existing before the creation, not caused by any superior cause, is repeatedly made. Prajapati Daksha is the speaker of the Hangsaguya prayers, although they already existed before he said them, but they're recorded in the Bhagavatam as being spoken by him. So some quotes from that with Srila Prabhupada's translation. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, self-evident and self-sufficient, is not caused by any superior cause. 
The Supreme Lord is beyond the creation of this material world, for he is the source of the material qualities and creation. As the cause of all causes, he exists before the creation and after the creation. There are many causes, Prajapati Daksha says, high and low, but since he is the cause of all causes, he is well known as the Supreme Brahman who existed before all activities. He is one without a second and has no other cause. So you see repeatedly being made. Actually, throughout the Bhagavatam we find, but just a few quotes right there from the Hangsaguya prayers. Upcoming after six names in Vishnu Sahasranam is, uh, that's name 947, Jana Janmadibi, the cause of all living beings. You see, it's quite similar. Now, Anadi, this name, can be unpacked in other ways also. And Satyadeva Vashishta derives the name from the root Da, Dane, to give. So he gives the interpretation or, an, or understanding that Anadi means he is not easily attained. In other words, he doesn't give himself very easily. Vedeshu uh, durlabham. He doesn't. He's in the Vedas, but he's not found very easily. Mukting dadati smana bhakti yogam. He gives mukti very easily relatively easily, but he doesn't allow anyone into the realm of bhakti very easily because he becomes subordinate to his devotees. He likes to be subordinate to his devotees, but they've got to be proper devotees. Otherwise, if he is to come under the sway of materialistic devotees, no, no, he doesn't come under the sway of materialistic devotees. Very, very dangerous situation, if that were to be. So Krishna, he gives himself to his devotee, but he's not easily attained. It requires pure devotion. Sri uh, Mushnam Andavan explains the name Nadiyate Ityanadihi. Again, taking this idea of the dhanam, giving, and then anadi, he doesn't give himself, again, to the non-devotees. He's not realized by many because of our ignorance, our material attachments, our stubborn unwillingness to surrender to him. Parasha Bhatta gives a similar meaning, or we can see the flow from the previous names, the Vidisha, Vyadisha, Disha. Uh, he, he, Vishnu, is not realized by Brahma, Rudra, and other demigods. He's not realized as being their Lord. He, Prasha Bhatta says that 
he gives himself freely to even animals such as Gajendra who have fully surrendered to him. But when it comes to Brahma, Rudra, massive, big, big demigods, who is Gajendra compared to Brahma in the cosmic scale? But Krishna gives himself to devotees, like even in the body of an animal. But to Brahma and Rudra, he gives only some meager fruits, some material protection, some material enjoyment. He doesn't bestow the same level of affection or benefits even to highly mighty demigods like Brahma and Rudra as he does to his dear devotees. Uh, to his dear devotees, he gives full realization, opportunity to serve him. Therefore, he's known as Anadihi. The idea here is that Brahma and Rudra and other demigods, they obey the Lord, they accept his superiority, but it's more out of fear than love. Bhiti, fear, rather than preeti, love. The Supreme Lord is bound by preeti, love, not by bhiti. And so devotees like Gajendra can attain him very easily, whereas Brahma, Shiva, and other demigods, not they, they don't attain him. The demigods, they don't see him as the goal of their life, the, the, the all, all in all of their life. They, they're always ready to run to him when they're in danger and need his help. But at other times, they want other benefits from him, such as yeah, position, power, enjoyment. Their efforts are not focused on attaining him. And therefore... Bhagavan is called Anadi because he is not realized by many as the supreme deity, the supreme goal of their life. Remember, this is one particular perspective. Uh, Sri Vaishnavas, uh, they see even Shiva like this. Uh, Gorya Vaishnav perspective on Shiva is we could say it's more reverential. In one sense, Shiva himself is the cause of the material world, as stated in some Shastras. So it's not totally untrue, just like Agni gave Krishna his Sudarshan Chakra. But Sudarshan Chakra is eternally Krishna's. But it, Agni has given that privilege of being able to give it to Krishna, and, and Shiva is given the position of being seen by some as even the cause of this material world, but actually it's Krishna who is the cause of all causes. Another commentator, Radha Krishna Shastri, takes it as those who are driven by pride, arrogance, they won't accept him as being the goal of their life, the all in all. So, anadi means one who is not 
accepted. He, 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 he doesn't give himself, nor do they want him to give himself. They don't give importance to him, being driven by their pride and haughtiness. Another way Satyadeva Vashishta explains it is, is not adiyate ityanadi. He is not given to us or not attainable to us through our mind and senses. Baladev Vidya Bhushan gives the meaning that the Supreme Lord is anadi. He is not taken as a subordinate by Brahma and other demigods appointed by him. Brahma and other demigods, sometimes they may think that they're in a superior position to Krishna, but they're not. He is not under their command, not under their control. And they, when they're in a proper frame of mind, they understand that, yes, he is the boss. We are underlings. That's a discussion of the name Anadi. His glories are Anadi without any beginning, without any end. May we always eternally go on discussing the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vancha kalpa terubhyas chakripa sindhubhya evacha patita anam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha.